All right, Donnie V, back in the house. So this is fun for me, uh, not only because I'm a huge Enough's Enough fan, I don't know if you can tell from the video and I'm wearing the shirt, that's enough, and uh, also a huge Donnie V fan, uh, but also Donnie V was one of the first guests that I ever interviewed for my podcast. If you go back and listen, he's number five, uh, my fifth episode, pretty crazy. I was really nervous, very scared to interview a rock star, and, uh, and then he came back on the show for episode number 43. So both those episodes, we covered a lot of his history and background and how he came to, you know, join Enough's Enough and all that good stuff is in those two old episodes. So if you want to learn some more history about Donnie V, check those episodes out on YouTube or audio. Um, And today is going to be the first time that he does actual video with me. So that's a lot of fun. And he's here to promote his new flash drive music and video box set thing. And it's really cool how instead of just having like a plain old box set, it's actually a laminate and then it's got the flash drive in it. It's got tons of hours of music and videos and all sorts of cool stuff. And also it is a laminate that you can use to go backstage. It's a lifetime pass is what I understand. So that's kind of a good deal. I think it's $115 or something like that. It sounds like a really good deal. Just the lifetime backstage pass sounds like a, a bargain to me. He's also got a new song out called Party Time that I've been hearing about for years. And so I'm glad that song is finally out in the video. And so he's here to talk about that and also talk about the Howard Stern collaboration that he had. That's pretty exciting. And we talk about his anxiety and some of the emotions that he's been going through and how he deals with that. We talk about his favorite TV shows and and much, much more. So enjoy this episode. Uh, Before we get to the episode, though, if you could do me a quick favor and just hit subscribe on that YouTube channel. If you're listening on YouTube, uh, hit subscribe button, hit the like button. That will help me out. If you're listening on Spotify or whatever, I think you can also subscribe or follow or something like that. So if you do those things, I'd appreciate it. And Donnie V's coming right up. Welcome to the show, Donnie V. Third time. I don't know if you remember the first two times. You do so many interviews, you probably mix them up sometimes, right? Oh, I remember that one so clearly and vividly. Really? (laughs) Yeah. If you believe me, I believe me. Okay, sure. Let's take that. We'll go with that. Well, it's fun for me anyways, especially early on in my uh, podcasting career. I think you were like like one of the uh, first five or 10 episodes I did. So I was definitely nervous. And now I'm a little more comfortable because I've talked to you twice before. So... Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to starting to come back to me. Yeah. Yeah. So let's uh, bring everyone up to speed. We've already gone over your whole history in the first two episodes. So um, what's going on right now is the party time. And uh, I was so excited. I've been waiting for the song for like two years because you've been talking about it for a while. Right. right. <laughs> and I guess I didn't realize it's actually a song that you've had for 20 years that's been lying around. You just didn't know what the lyrics were. Well, I only had uh, like the chorus. I had the chorus melody of it for 20 years. It's uh but um, I didn't know what it would be called. I didn't have any of the verses. I didn't have the riff. I didn't have any of that shit. And just, there's a lot of songs that little bits are here and there. And they, you know, I'll dig them back out sometimes if I, all of a sudden I hear something that can go to that song. You know what I mean? Because if, if it's, uh, if I'm struggling with it, I have plenty more. So there's no reason to sit there and struggle with it. And I put it back in the pile, you know, and then uh, later on something, when it's supposed to come, it comes, you know what I mean? And so it did. And here it is finally. And then a couple of years to release it. And it's cause all this crazy madness going on around here. And, and, uh, I apologize. I'm sweating a little bit. Uh, we had a big storm last night and my fucking the other side of my room and studio is a lake. Oh shit. That's <laughs> yeah, not so good. I'm trying to vacuum that shit up with the uh, carpet shampooer, but. Okay. So yeah. So party time. So you, at one point you, you're going to call it exercise. Like you had all these different ideas 
How would the exercise? I, how would that have even gone? I would have. Uh, I call. I was thinking of calling that for about five minutes. Okay. And I thought to myself, Donnie V exercise. When am I fucking retarded? <laughs> and, you know, then I had ecstasize because it was like ecstasy or okay. uh, the, the drug ecstasy or you know what I mean. But so I knew that after those two were were definitely no good. So I put it back in the pile, and all of a sudden party time came out. I'm like, that's it. That's it. Party time. And then the whole rest of it just wrote itself. So explain that though, because obviously you don't do drugs anymore. Uh, so is it like partying a different kind of party, like more like kids party or it could be any kind of party, I guess. Right. Well, you can party any, any, any way you party. You know what I mean? Some people party with uh, chicks. Some people party with drugs. Some people party with alcohol. Some people party with weed. Somebody people party with it. Oh, I used to party with all of the above, you know what I mean? But um, a party is a party and it's, it's starting to loosen up a little bit. And if, um, you know, everybody can just get it together and get on the same page. We can get this thing in the rearview mirror somewhat, you know what I mean? <clears throat> and so it's time, it's time to lighten up a little bit and let's have a party, you know, the holidays are coming and, and, uh, you know, and the video is really entertaining and it's, it's fun. It's funny. And, uh, I hope everybody likes it. And so far it's doing so well. Yeah. I love it. It's a great song. I love the video. Uh, and you're thinking about trying to license this song for like a commercial or something like that. You even, I like your idea of, uh, making it potty time for like a kid's like diapers or something. That's smart. So you're not only an interviewer, you, you watch these things too. Oh yeah. 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 I need to learn. I don't know. I don't want to repeat everything, but I, I thought those right. things were really interesting. I think potty time's genius. You know, little, mm -hmm. little cartoon toilet. It's potty time. Dun, dun, dun. I look yeah. at little kids, little kids would remember that. And, uh, you know, what's more important than uh, learning how to use the potty. <laughs> right. So how do you, how does that work? Do you have somebody like a manager or somebody that's like trying to get it licensed and, and pitching it for these commercials or uh, how does that work? I have a promotional, uh, promotional guy right now. Who's, uh, Name Michael Branvold, and he's bringing in a lot of ideas and stuff, and he's got some other ideas. But the first uh, step is to have to get it out and start getting a little reaction, a little bit of buzz from it and stuff, and then we can go to uh, go to some agencies and stuff. And I might have to uh, hire a different guy that does that. You know what I mean? But okay, um, the, the 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 flash drive is uh, it's helping support the funding of hmm. things like that. You know what I mean? Because uh, I've poured a lot of money in, into the into what I do throughout the years, you know what I mean? Haven't mm -hmm. made a whole lot out of it. And, um, but you know, I have all my own stuff. I bought all my records back and everything. And so I can, um, you know, release on a nice package, little package now that, that I put out. And yeah. That's, that's, everything. that's yeah. super cool. But going back to the part, the party time video, we talk about costs. I mean, that thing must've cost a lot. Like did that guy just, did he, how did you pay for that? Cause it's very high quality production. I paid him in compliments. <laughs> now he's an old friend or very close friend. And he, uh, he just came back into my life, uh, not long ago. And, um, <clears throat> and he just, uh, used to own a limousine company. Now he's been making movies and commercials and stuff like oh, that. So he's got awesome. all the professional stuff. And he, he also, um, does promotional manager for a private, um, auto, auto co collection, auto museum. And there was the, that's where the, the soundstage was we used the soundstage there and that's where the Batmobile and everything was at. And so we just started one thing started and led to another. And before you know it, I'm some disheveled Batman, <laughs> you know, and I got a whole cast of characters. Was that a, a dream for, cause I was a huge bat of that old Batman series. As a kid, I watched that. Were you a big fan of that when you were a kid? There was only a few shows to watch when we were kids, you know, we, yeah. we had a few, few channels. And um, I mean, when I was a kid, you were, you were a, uh, 
drink at the, your father's bar. I mean, you're drinking the bar. And so back then there, we had like the Brady Bunch, the Partridge family, Batman, shit like this, Speed Racer and shit like that. And there wasn't a hell of a lot of a selection, but everybody, uh, everybody's dream is to, is to one day play a superhero or be a superhero. And, uh, you know, I, I spent my life at night, you know, putting on the cape and fighting crime. But now I get to do it in a video. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's really cool. I love the song and the vi- and then you said you had the guy from uh, Jellyfish. He plays in on, on which uh, which guy from Jellyfish? Yeah, he uh, Roger Manning Jr. Oh, okay, Roger. Roger okay, Joseph Manning Jr. He was. Uh, I've always loved Jellyfish. I always thought they were. Yeah, me and, too. And uh, but you know it was a different, whole different style than Enough's Enough. But we were sort of well, you you would hear our name and their name in the same breath a lot often. You know what I mean? Because uh, of the melodies and stuff like that and. Fortunately, uh, on the Beautiful Things record, I <clears throat> I had a, uh, someone, the drummer in the, that played on most of the record uh, was currently working with him mm. in uh, Beck or Morrissey or something band, live band. And uh, he uh, hooked me up with him. And so, um, you know, Roger played on uh, the Beautiful Things record. He froze. And I can save the world now. He's, you know, I recut. I recut this song after I made the videos. I didn't think that the, the song held up anymore for this, to the video. So I recut it and I got chips enough playing bass on it. I got Roger playing all the horns and orchestration. I recut all my parts and Mike Fillin, of course, to mix it. And, and it came out really, really well. Yeah, I love it. And then um, the other thing that's happened since we last talked was uh, Howard Stern has mentioned you several times. And then uh, you guys have this collaboration of sorts where you like redid his song Bang O'Clock. Tell people about that. That's really funny. Yeah, they they sent that to me and asked if I would like to do a rendition of it. You know, it was a pretty simple, basic, inappropriate uh, kind of, you know, I mean, a little little ditty that like I have a whole bunch of those on a record called Guilt and Shame. Right. So I'm I'm, I'm no stranger to that kind of stuff. And I, I could see the humor and everything in it already. But when I went to go sing it another part kept coming to me like a chorus. It didn't have a chorus and this chorus just kept coming to my, my mind. And I figured, fuck it. You know, I'm just going to throw the chorus in there because they told me no pressure or anything like that. And so when I did it, it kind of turned into a really cool pop song, you know? Yeah, no, it's catchy. I, I like it. So, uh, and he liked it too. Obviously he talked yeah. about it. Now when he mentions your name on air, does that, do you get a, do you notice like a bump in, in uh, listens or followers or anything like that? Um, you don't see like in the old days when um, Enough's Enough first came out and he started helping uh, having us on and breaking us. We could see a, a spike in like every time we were on like a spike in 20,000 sales. You know what I mean? Just Dang. from being on his show. We could see that. Nowadays, it's not like that anymore. There's you don't have record sales. And you yeah. don't have shit like that. You know what I mean? But it is exposure and word of mouth. And if he says it enough, you know, what I mean, um, People get curious. And if there's something for them to hear, yeah. something for them to watch and direct it over to my website, they'll see what's going on over here. And if you like one thing I did, you're going to love all the things I did. Yeah. So then uh, let's go back to that. Uh, you had the laminate. So this is a thing where it's all your solo records on a uh, flash drive that's within the laminate. That's yeah, so cool. Top part. Yeah. This flash folds. drive also. The extra incentive for getting this is is this is going to be VIP and meet and greet and all that stuff for uh, upcoming shows. Yeah. You and you can't download this for free. <laughs> so it's all the music. It's a flash drive. It's a laminate. That's a meet and greet. And then also, isn't there a 15 minute Zoom call included as well? That was on the pre-sales. Oh, and on the pre-sales, which uh, the, the actual sales started uh, 
think Friday, okay. Friday or Saturday. And the pre-sales got that because you needed needed to pull in some funding at first to mm-hmm. to pay for all the making these. And oh. I'm doing it all myself and my little team. We're doing this ourselves, you yeah. know, paying from promotion and everything. And uh, and we uh, took care of that and take care of paying the promotional guy. And, um, you know, I got a lot more pre-sales than I thought I was going to do. So I'm going to be Zoom calling for the next three, four years. How seriously can you say how many Zoom calls you're signed up for? No, I'm not saying, but it's, it's a uh, lot. It's fifteen minutes a piece. It's it's quite a while. That's it's gonna add up, huh? Two oh. or three weeks if if I nonstop did Zoom calls. <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, I've been told not to not to uh, disclose a few things, information, you know. But no, yeah, sure. I, I I was very surprised, and and but um, I'm also very glad that this uh, thing is just on regular sale now. You know, what I mean. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So beautiful things. This is the, you said this was the first time you felt really like unhandcuffed, like you were able to make a record the way that you wanted to, to. So why, why isn't beautiful things on Spotify though? Cause I feel like that's how you kind of have to grow the bands now with getting on those Spotify playlists. Well, um, like I said, you know, we did that, that, uh, licensing deal with, for all the enough's enough catalog and, uh, with Cleopatra records and there was a little chunk of money. So I took my money and I went around and bought my records back from these shitty labels that aren't, that are out of print. And uh-huh. People are selling my shit on eBay for a couple hundred bucks and stuff. And I'm like, well, that's ridiculous. And, and, uh, but it, that included uh, beautiful things. Cause I had to hold up the video for party time again. And my contract was up after beautiful things, but I uh, did a separate deal with party time, but I didn't have a contract for it. And so, um, when I pulled that and I pulled that from them and everything, um, they pulled everything down from uh, Spotify and everything like that. So it's all going back up now. Oh, it is going to go back up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it was record, up and then they pulled the it. The record will be sale too. The record will be, yeah, they pulled it all down. It's, huh. it's they're the ones that put it up. Okay. Excuse me. And uh, you know, different things too. iTunes, all this stuff. They're the ones that, that put those up. Okay. So they pulled them, pulled them all down. You know, they'll show me. And so, uh, like I said, bit by bit, we're we're getting it all back up there, and um, like the the records out of print and stuff, they'll all be individually for sale as well through the the time to come. But I just figure, you know, get this. This yeah. is the thing to get. It's got everything on it, and all these videos, like fifty videos on it. There's a whole oh. brand new brand new record worth of material <clears throat> that I did here in my home studio with uh with a couple of my favorite like uh, songs that I've done, new songs that I've done on here, and uh, oh. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's really cool, man. And plus, you get that, and you get the VIP thing, the pass, and everything. And yeah, who? So all for a, hmm? yeah, I was just gonna ask. So some of the music, like somebody else had it or something. Like I heard you talking about this guy. He had like demos that you had done when you were like sixteen. Like how did how did he have it, but you didn't have it, or did you have it too? I I hold no sentimental value to to. M- most things, you know, the gold records, the mm-hmm. all that mark, art memorabilia, everything like that from through the years. Uh, like Chip has all of that shit, you know, and he kind of also was holding on to the shit for me as well, because hmm. um, I never had like some permanent uh, home. You know what I mean? I've moved around a lot. Hmm. And so um, I just I figured everything was safe there. <laughs> well, you know, you, you learn, you live and you learn. But um, I don't have any of my records. You know, I mean, once I'm done with the record, it's the last thing I want to hear anymore. And, you know, I hit send and it's out there and it's yours. You know what I mean? And, hmm. and I'm on to the next thing. And so, um, 
what were we, what were I, what was I answering? <laughs> you don't, I was just trying to figure out how you didn't have all this music, oh. but somebody else did. Yeah. It's not, so it wasn't cause you, somebody else had this stuff like demos since you were 16. It was, it wasn't you or chip. It was someone, just a no, fan or. Yeah, well, he doesn't have all that stuff. Yeah. It was uh, a big fan that did, uh, is, uh, he's been a bootlegger. since since we come out and he bootlegs different things okay and he's a a huge fan too and he's uh and he's just acquired and when you're a bootlegger you go and trade and and find and this and that from other people and that you know they're and uh he he gave me a i ended up getting a a 500 gig hard drive uh was with um just about everything and and there's all kinds of stuff that i'd forgotten about i never would have thought about again and so there's a lot more stuff on there to uh, have to see how this goes to, to, you know, release some more things. And uh, of course I didn't put the enough's enough songs on there because uh, I run into some trouble with uh, the, that label that, that enough's enough's currently with. And so I didn't want any problems with that, but um, you know, I wrote all those songs and I wrote all these songs. So you can get that stuff. This is a whole different thing now. This is just my solo. solo. Thing. And, I, and if you like, if you like the enough's enough, and if you, you like my voice and you like my songs, I've maintained that level of quality throughout the years. And um, right up until this day, I, I believe that I'm still learning and I'm still evolving and I'm still getting better. Oh, yeah. I love Beautiful Things. That's one of my favorite records. I think th- that year that it came out, I think that was the best record of the year. So what is the what are the plans for the future? There's got to be a, is there going to be a new album or are you just going to do singles like Party Time? Um, well, that so far is the plan is, is singles because um you, when you put something out and you release it and you do the setup and uh, all the press for it and everything, you're basically getting the same, all of the same amount of that on a single as you do for a whole record. A lot of songs go under the radar because they're on a record, you know, and some people only hear the single and, and uh, they cost a lot of money to make, you know, because if you're going to do it right, you know, you either do it right, which is going to cost a minimum of, you know, 15, 20 grand. And like the lat beautiful things, we went pledge music with that mm-hmm. pledge music, of course, fucked everybody and took all the money and all the pledges that, that I'd raised and I'd raised, you know, twice as much as I needed. And so we were okay. We we're going to pay off the expenses and everything. And then uh, towards the end of it, it was just gone and the money was gone. And so my sister and myself and some other people went, you know, took a couple of loans and 401ks and shit like that and paid, paid the expenses on that. And plus we also, I took that, uh, that, deal with that with the last label um so that i could get all of the the merch all of the product that the pledgers had paid for and pledged so that they didn't just get fucked too like most of the artists they they couldn't do anything you know i I bought i was able to buy all of that the the product from that label for really cheap so i was able to uh you know for cost so i was able to get them all out we my sister and i and everybody we we Packaged them up ourselves, got a hold of the list, packaged them up, sent them all out. And it was a lot of them, man, you know, and uh, but nowadays, you know, it costs a lot of money to do it right now mm-hmm. after beautiful things. That's a hell of a thing to follow up, you know, and so it's going to be a minimum of that amount of money to to, uh, you know, recreate or to capture that. Because the songs, the songs is no problem. I've got the material, you know, and, and so yeah. Right now, I'm thinking uh, for now that that I can. I'm getting better at my home studio stuff. You know, I'm getting better at it, and and as long as I take my time, because usually if I'm making a demo, I'm not really taking my time. I just want to get the ideas down and get a gist of how it goes, and and uh, all the parts linking together, make sure all the parts are right, 
is if all the parts are right, it fits together like magic, you know, no matter who's mixing it or whatever, you know, but, but I'm um, getting better at that. And that's more practical. So if I can get that together or people are uh, satisfied with what I can do here, then I can, I can make another record. I could do whatever, you know, but I'm just going to do what makes sense. And I'm going to follow the, uh, follow the, path like i do i'm a follower yeah no i love it i love the new music so i look forward to new stuff now live shows tell me you have uh you you put a band together now tell me about the band that you have right now that you're when you do a few live shows well i had jesus phone. um i had put a band together for one show i was putting a looking to put a band together for uh for my you know for my my band yeah and um and uh i it there was a lot of things went wrong. I got sick. The guys were the, some of the were the wrong guys. And so it came up time for the show. And I found myself, you know, just in a predicament where the show wasn't, wasn't sounding really well or anything. And fortunately uh, <clears throat> it was packed. And fortunately all the fans came out and they were just happy to see me uh, alive <laughs> on stage. And so it yeah. went over really well. It's people that, that uh, broadcast it from their, their phones and shit like that, which is sons of fucking bitches. They got to do that shit, you know? And then, so other people are able to watch it like that and pick it apart and stuff. And of course, I mean, it's a live show you need to be there for the vibe and everything, uh-huh. but, but I'm, uh, I, uh, very, very shortly will be, uh, um, putting a band together and looking for guys and getting it right. Cause I'm going to, the band's got to be great. It's got to be as good as the, of these records. Cause I, you know, not even enough's enough. We never, uh, never recreated the record on stage. And I want to do that from now on because I deserve it. I've, I've worked hard enough. I've paid my dues. I've, I've sound blasted out sounding like shit, lost my hearing, lost everything. And I wanted to, uh, want to sound like the fucking record. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, I will be putting a band together. I'm already talking to a booking agent. Matter of fact, right after this interview, I got glad I thought of that. I can't, I can't forget to call him again, but, um, that's, you know, that's the plan. And, and poss- possibly uh, the other plan I have is for, uh, is for putting uh, like an all-star little all-star band together and going out and overseas and Europe and stuff like that and doing, doing a, a quick run of my own enough's enough, you know, with, right. some, with some happening cats. And yeah. Cause you, and you own the name for Europe so you can tour yeah. Europe as enough's enough. And Japan. Oh, and Japan. And there, and you're popular in Japan, right? That's yeah. He forgot about that. <laughs> but would you bring chip? Cause I mean, he is your part. I mean, he's a great bass player. He's the greatest bass player. I, I proposed to him, went to dinner to tell him about that. I had gotten, you know, that he had stolen that one from me, but I went to dinner to tell him I've got the rest of it and proposed that um, if we did this right, I would be willing to uh, sing for the band again and do big shows and do some good shows that mattered. But he didn't want anything to do with it. And he's just like, no, I want nothing to do with that. And so, um, so, I mean, that's, huh. you know, I would have preferred it had been that way, but you know, and he's talking about his guys, his band and stuff, they would never go for it. I'm like, who's a fuck those guys think, you know what I mean? None of those guys are on one fucking record, at least the enough's enough records that the real enough's enough, you know what I mean? Which is, cause that right now is not enough's enough. I don't, I don't, there's a few, there's enough enough songs, but that is not enough enough. The new records are not enough enough. That's speaking from my personal uh, opinion as a fan, because I'm a big fan of the band as well. You know what I mean? And of so, course, yeah. I would have preferred it to be that way, but uh, but uh, business is business. You know what I mean? If that's the if that's the uh, attitude, and if that's what he thinks the fans want to see and hear, then um, then you know 
I mean, God bless him. He's out, you know, he's also doing things like riding around in a van with three, four bands and a bus and shit and opening for, uh, you know, old cock rock bands of the eighties and stuff opening for them. And, uh, you know, every night of the week for, you know, shit money. And, and I'm not into doing that. Absolutely not. You know? So what would you want to do? Would you rather do like some, maybe those one off, like those big festivals or like the monsters of rock cruise or those kinds of things? Cause those are pretty well paying gigs. Yeah. Things like that. Things like uh well-promoted big shows. Like you could do one in Chicago. You could do one on the East coast, the West coast. You do a couple in, in the middle. So you're like a hub of a wheel and you get all these coming in from here. Well promoted and plenty of time, you know, so so the people know that you're playing. Uh-huh. So they'll then they'll be packed. You know, what yeah. I mean? and you could get good money for these shows and you don't have to do all that other work that that shitty work and 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 uh, devaluing the band in the name. You know what I mean? And I wanted to bring the integrity back to the band and the name and less shitty shows and and just all good shows that make a difference because enough's enough jesus you know it was a great band it just besides all of the the fucked up baggage that went along with it it, it, you had integrity and even some of the biggest artists and that that i've known and and, uh you know of influenced me and stuff through the years that you know really loved enough's enough too you know what i mean and um but when he went and he took it it's like he took all the all the contacts and and networking and everything with him because I didn't foresee the day where I wouldn't be with him anymore. And, um, you know, and I was I was focusing on the on the, the, the art, you know, the the songwriting and, and production stuff like that. And he was out playing the game and he's really good at that. You know, he's uh, I've I've learned to miss that. Once I didn't have him to doing those things, mm. I, I see all the other things he did for the band. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, you know, I'm, I'm, I've never been responsible or ever had a kind of business mind enough to do those things. You know what I mean? I probably never will. So it's just, I'm going to, you know, I'm needing help. I'm going to have to, you know, get people, I'll get a manager once it's once it makes sense to have a manager, mm-hmm. you know, cause we're able to cut it right now. And, and uh, you know, We'll see what happens. And, uh, but I got my head screwed on straight now. And so yeah. I can do, uh, whatever I, I'm capable of doing. Yeah. Now. So you would maybe do some one-off shows, maybe a weekend, like a casino show or something as Donnie V in the, in the United States. Well, I'm looking at doing uh, th- that's corporate gigs. I would do those as enough's enough. Okay. You know, my own shows, um, you know, if I happen to be, be a casino or something, if they'll pay enough money and enough fans will be Because casinos pay sure. well, I thought, right? Yeah. Yeah, but they've uh, there's a certain thing they're looking for. They're looking to put bodies in there, you know what I mean? And uh, but they're also not looking to promote the, the hell out of anything. So okay. it's kind of a built-in thing. And, um, and then there's private shows by privately funded mm. shows, uh, parties and stuff like yeah. that. And as enough's enough, I can do those. You know what I mean, it's not conflicting with what the fuck he's out there doing, you know. And uh, of course, across the seas. But that's not where my focus is. It's not on um, enough's enough anymore. That was. That was the first part of my life. And, um, and I've kind of out, I outgrew that. And I started outgrowing that very early in the, in the band, you know, and as I did, we, we, we started outgrowing each other, you know, right. and, uh, and it just got to the point of where, you know, there was so many uh, downfalls and uh, we weren't able to, we weren't able to survive it, you know? Yeah. But so you would, I mean, cause another idea would be like maybe doing some sort of like a residency or something. Cause I know you don't really want to do the big tour and get in the van and, or whatever, but what, if, what yeah. you're, you're in Chicago. Could you do like a, a weekly residency? Is, is that an I, I can go, I can go out 
and and play the shows and come home. You yeah. Play other shows and come home. If there's a few strung together, I'll right. do that and come home. And uh, I don't want to be out there if if it doesn't make any sense and if there's no reason. Not going to be in Council Bluffs, Iowa, for fifty people <laughs> for fucking five hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean, that's not happening anymore. Right, it's just detrimental to. I don't health, blame you. My, yeah, my morale and um, yeah. So, how is that with um, your anxiety and stuff? Because I know you've suffered with anxiety. Is that does it give you anxiety to do the live shows? It gives me anxiety to leave my studio, my room here. It's getting. It's it's you know uh, I I medicated all this throughout the years with enough's enough. I mm-hmm. was heavily medicated because I went from, from this kind of life, uh, upbringing of that was not pretty. You know what I mean? It was very lonely and isolated. So I went from that <clears throat> to the lead singer of a national act. And that was really my first, really my first real band was enough's enough. And so all of a sudden I'm in the center stage, you know what I mean? And with, surrounded by, uh, you know, thousands of people and sometimes at a time, you know, and, and, yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I really didn't understand my uh, my emotional and mental conditions earlier. I, you know, I hadn't been diagnosed and um, and medicated for any of that stuff, so I kind of was white knuckling it through <clears throat> throughout all the years. And um, you know, and that, and then the alcohol and the drugs and everything took on a life of their own. Yeah. Before you know it, I'm known as the biggest piece of shit in the music business, and that wasn't. Well, I think uh, I think there's definitely bigger <laughs> and the rumors and stuff of what of what happened to the band. Up, oh, you're breaking you're, up. You're freezing up here. Yeah, okay, there there we go. You're back. You're freezing up here. Oh, I'm there freezing up. No, you were freezing up too. Yeah. Shoot. Um. Yeah, but so so how do you deal with that stuff now though? Because I mean, the anxiety doesn't go away, but you're not doing the drugs, which is awesome. So how did you meditate? Do you just um to write music? Is that I mean, or all of the above? I can't meditate because I, my mind, the way it works and all the stuff going on it, I'll never, never be able to s- slow the monkey down. I've worked on some things, but they're not very effective. And, um, and I don't know exactly yet how I'm going to completely deal with this. I'm working at a little bit at a time and a little bit at a time. And I've gone and done some things. Um, I was around a lot of people and it was, you know, it was a struggle, but I made it through those hmm. things. And, and you don't want to telegraph that to the people that when you're meeting them and you're signing things and mm-hmm. taking pictures and stuff, but hands are shaking like this and you know, eyes are twitching and stuff, you know, so I wear the sunglasses so you can't see that and mouth freezing up and can't speak. So I'm chain smoking cigarettes and mm-hmm. that's that none of that is, uh, is very good, <laughs> you know? So <clears throat> you know, I'm, I'm just working and, <clears throat> and, uh, trying to get professional help for it and trying to, to get treated. And I've been treated for a lot of other things. So, you know, we can work on this and uh, coping skills. And it's been like so long since I've done it that, uh, yeah, it's going to be hard at first. And, um, you know, but, uh, you know, whatever it takes, I'll have to do it. Cause that's, that's what it's all about is I want to see my fans. I want to see all my friends again. I want to sing my songs for them. You know what I mean? It's, that's what it's all about is them as you guys, you know what I mean? It's, that's what it's all about. Right. Yeah. I mean, you say, absolutely. Music is, that gives your life a purpose. So, I mean, doing the shows has got to be a a piece of that. It's a big piece of it. I mean, big piece that I haven't done in a long time. And it's, it's also, uh, it turned into, it became one of the only ways that um, artists can make money anymore off Mm -hmm. of, uh, off of their work. But now with the COVID and everything um, that's, been affected and i'm curious to see uh what what the next 
coping skill for for us musicians and artists uh, will be to to uh, get through this and be able to to you know survive. And uh, I sure wish I was smart enough to pioneer the next thing, you know. But who knows? Who knows? I'm busy dealing with anxiety and growing plants and uh, recording new stuff and dealing with all kinds of other shit. <laughs> right. Well, no, I think like, like we talked about earlier with the party time, if you can get that licensed for a commercial or TV show or something, I mean, that's, that's a good thing too. That's a ticket. Then I can retire. <laughs> yeah. Well, what about, or what other goals you have for the future? Like, I know you're such a big Beatles fan. Have you ever tried to get a collaboration with one of the two living Beatles with either Ringo or Paul? I mean, I know Paul would be obviously a lot harder probably, but I mean, is there, is there any sort I mean, Howard Stern's friends with Paul McCartney and he's a fan of you. Like, is there any sort of, have you tried to put that together? No, I, and with the second record strength, um, the president of the, our label had reached out to Paul for, there was a song called time to let you go. And I wanted, uh, I could foresee, I sound, you know, it was like a Beatle type Beatle song. You know I mean? It was simple and everything. I mean, mm-hmm. kind of, reached out and um he just couldn't do it unfortunately mm. at that time and uh and uh after you know years later robin zander was like pissed at me because i didn't ask him and i didn't even think about it you know i mean i wasn't uh he, we became good friends and so i never thought about that but um i would be happy to um to collaborate with uh with other artists if they have something that they can offer something that that they could you know, um, contribute that I wouldn't be able to, to do that on my own, you know, and there hasn't been many that I've ever worked with and there hasn't definitely hasn't been any that really were able to contribute something, you know, like, huh. uh, like your page and plant, your, uh, Lennon McCartney or Keith and Mick and stuff like that. You know, I just never had that, that other, uh, component. You know what I mean? I know people, a lot of people will assume certain things, you know what I mean? But I've never had that. I would, I would love to have explored and, or still to explore and see uh, the challenge of, of somebody that's uh, definitely a great artist so that I can do my thing to that. Cause you know, I have to wait for these songs to come to me in the air, write them and, and, and record them and everything. And uh, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's, I have to do it all myself and you get to a point where it becomes a little bit mundane and uh, I start to, feel like all right what haven't i done yet what have you know it's like you sit down to do it and the that exuberance and um euphoric feelings of um creating it's still there but it's um there's a lot of uh a lot of it has gotten old and a lot of it has gotten beaten battered like like i have <clears throat> and um and also my my uh business skills you know it's just who, how do I find them? Who would they be? How do I find mm. them? How do I get a hold of them? How are they, would they be interested? In yeah. So, so we'll see. You know? Yeah. It sounds like you do, you need this manager. You need a manager to take care of all that business side of it. That's not your forte. You're more into the creating and you're yeah, really good absolutely at that. Not my forte, but uh, yeah, I just, that's what I am. I'm all about the creative. I didn't aspire to be a rich and famous rock star. I did want to be uh, uh, a rock artist, you know, um, Money, of course, was 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 part of the dream, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't my aspirations. It, my mine was to uh, be an artist that could uh, to create something that would have effect on other people like that stuff had on me. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, and they, the fans and they let me tell tell me all the time that it has. And, you know, I'm really blessed with the, the fan base that I have. And they, they 
never fail to reach out and let me know when I'm down or I'm feeling this and that to let me know, uh, you know, it very, very much affected them and they're still with me and, you know. Yeah, no, it's all great stuff. So besides music, um, what, how do you spend your time? You, you, you still doing a lot of the uh, binge watching TV shows and stuff? Yep. You I got find- a couple that are a couple that are my uh, go to my my comfort, like comfort food only shows. You know, OK. Like South Park, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, I love those. I'm wa- watching a thing called Deuce now. And there's a couple other ones. And um, but like South Park and Curb, I can watch them all. I know I can recite them all the, the lines and stuff, but it's still. I can put that on and, and decompress from the day and, um, and still enjoy it. And I'm scared of the dark and, and silence. I have a fear of that. So I need something going on while I'm sleeping stuff. Cause it uh, puts me back in a comfortable place. Like I, I would be when I'd be with my grandparents or something, there'd be hmm. that sound and noise going on a little bit of light. And I was able to sleep comfortably and, and, uh, I'm just not able to do that in a pitch black and, uh, and the dead silence, you know, it's too huh. hard for me. And, and, uh, and I wake up, I have nightmares and stuff and I wake up and, and sometimes I don't know where I'm at, things like that, you know, but I deserve it. Cause look what I've did to myself for all those years. Well, I, gosh, that's, I'm sorry to hear that. I hope that you can find peace. I think you, I think you deserve peace. I, I think that I, I disagree that you deserve that. I don't think anybody deserves that. I think you deserve peace. Piece of something, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I'll settle for a record with a piece, a piece yeah. on it. No, that's I I I'm excited for new music. I love people should need to get party time and the, I have found a lot of peace here in my late lately in my life. I have found yeah. Well, I think you're in a much better place. I think even over the last couple of times I've interviewed you, you seem calmer than than other times I've talked to you. I, I, I think that you are getting a little bit more peace as you get older. Do you agree? I have a, I have a, a nice little family here that, yeah. that I uh, live with and they're very good to me and it's good people. And, and when I come out of my bubble, when I inch out of my bubble in my room here, it's like, it's a good environment and, um, you know, it's, it's loving and stuff. And I just keep my world small, surrounded by only good people, you know, and, um, you know, there's always bumps, sure. there's always bumps and everything, you know what I mean? But it's so much different than the life I've lived all the way, uh, since I was a baby, you know, I mean, it's been really, uh, really dark and, and cold and lonely. And even around all the, in some of the, the closest people to me since I was, well, I've been the ones that have done the biggest damage and, uh, ones that you never would expect to, uh, to do that to you. So not, you never see it coming, you know what I mean? And, um, so like I said, you keep it small, you take less chances with that stuff, but then mm. again, you're more, you're more guarded and you're not, huh you're not able to lower your shields and stuff like that as much. And as well. And, uh, that, of course that, that causes, uh, that causes, uh, uh, turbulence with, with what you're doing and who you're with around and stuff. Now, you know what I mean? It's hard for people to, first of all, nobody, unless they have it understands how bad anxiety can get, you know, you never, you never would understand. And it gets to sound like an excuse to people and this and that, but I mean, it's, the other day, I I literally blacked out. The anxiety got so high, and all the shaking and the eyes twitching, and they were like bulging out of my head. And then I just heard this, and it just you know my my laptop, my hands smashed that. I had an interview in twenty minutes. You know, and I hadn't even showered or anything. So oh, wow. luckily, I got it together. And uh, but that's when I don't. I'm afraid to find out what comes after that. 
know what I mean? Like what the, if it escalates anymore, I don't want to yeah. find out. And <clears throat> so I'm just trying to uh, Zen out, get my fish. <laughs> That's good. Well, yeah, just take it one day at a time. I mean, you're doing great with the sobriety and all that stuff and, the, and you're making great music and I'm really happy for you. Um, I like to end each episode with a charity. I think before you mentioned the fallen blue, are you still working with, with that one? That was a, that was a failed attempt to, to uh, capitalize on uh, the, you know, I figured, well, Hey, the police are down right now. You know what I mean? Maybe they could use a friend. I can get yeah. in there and, uh, and get some views through that and stuff. And it wasn't for the police. It was for the families of the surviving families of, of uh, officers and right. firemen killed and killed in the line of duty, which, which they're victims of stuff. And most of the police are, are decent people and stuff. Mm-hmm. There are those pieces of shit out there. You know, but <laughs> when I went to take, when I went to, uh, I didn't, it didn't occur to me that I was, uh, I was dividing my fans at that point because mm-hmm. uh, each were taking a stand on different mm-hmm. things. And I don't, I don't take a political stand. And right. I just believe in right and what's wrong. You know what I mean? I see a lot wrong. And so, and I don't, have enough knowledge on a lot of things to uh, to really uh, establish a point of view or, or pick a side, but I'm, I'm on the side of the, of the people. And, and for all of us, that's the side I'm on. And I figure there's plenty of people out doing that. My job is to uh, give you paint little rainbows in the sky for you to listen to and the little colors and stuff and stick to that. But um, yeah, there's some things like black lives matter and, and the me too movement and all that stuff. It's, you know, I've, I've had I've had a lot of similar issues like they have, you know, that so the more knowledge I get, uh, the more I, you know, but I'm, I'm never going to, you know, mix politics and what I do. I just it's not my job, mm-hmm. you know, and you can influence people, you lose people. And but one one thing that uh, I really want to bring awareness to if I can and uh, see what I can do is is uh, mental and emotional disorders, you know. Okay. Yeah. I will put something in the notes for that. People will have a few extra bucks after they buy your laminate. They can throw that towards mental health. That's great. I love that cause. People people just that, I mean, our country, especially, we just, uh, just don't give any, any focus or attention to that. You know, you're curing this and we're curing that we're kind of curing this, but you know, uh, with the, with the anxiety and the mental disorders that I have, I'd almost rather, you know, have something else or lose uh, something, lose a part of my body, you know, before, before my faculties, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then you're done. Then you can't do anything. What good are your arms and legs and all your right. organs? If you can't, if you're just fucking, you know, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah I, I think uh, mental, uh, mental health awareness is, is what, what will be, that's where my focus would be if, if, if I'm focusing on something of that nature, you know, okay. that anti-bullying. That's great. I will put that in the notes. Thank you so much for doing this. And I uh, look forward to new music. Thank you. Very and hopefully much. a live show. Yeah. Hopefully a live Thanks. show too. I'll fly into Chicago or wherever you're doing it. I don't care. Okay. You had to raise one up in your town. Man. Okay. I'll see you, what you I can do. It, you book it and it makes sense. I'll, I'll be there. All right. <laughs> Sounds good, Donnie. Thanks so much. Thanks for thinking of me, man. Have All a right. Good day. Bye-bye. Donnie V, formerly singer of Enough's Enough, now solo artist, great solo artist, one of the best. I love the Beautiful Things album. It's one of the best albums that year, a couple years ago. Um, So make sure to get the laminate flash drive. It's got all the music and the video. It's a box set and lifetime backstage pass access. Very cool. Check out the Party Time music video and single. It's a great song. Very catchy. Good stuff. And make sure to follow Donnie on social media. 
and subscribe to his YouTube channel so you can keep up to what, with what he's doing and new music he's releasing. And if you want to support my show, you can do the same for me. Follow me on social media, subscribe to the YouTube channel and your likes, shares and comments and all that good stuff that those can help me. You can help Donnie um, and you can help us both out by sharing this episode and uh, all that stuff bumps up the posts so more people can see them and hear them and uh, hear Donnie's music and all the great stuff that he's doing. So I really appreciate your support uh, with all these great artists and my show. And so I hope you have a great rest of your day and remember to shoot for the moon. Shoot for the moon.